0: Hey Lions fans, Michael Gray once again for the Detroit Lions podcast. It's that time of the year. Things slow down. The league tries to make a big deal out of its schedule release, but we can have more fun than that. Let's play armchair general manager. First I'm going to have to find an armchair. This is actually a love seat. I'm not even paying attention to the theme on my own thing. Cue the intro. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is, The Detroit Lions Podcast. (sighs) That's better. Before I get started, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Please uh, throw the thumbs up, thumbs down. Mostly thumbs up. If you have a thumbs down, lie Uh, no but throw your comments on any of the videos that you see including this one and uh, we try to get to all of them it helps us do what we do and we appreciate it starting my list for armchair general manager priorities in the offseason is to just remember where you are don't get high on your own supply is what I'm saying here if I'm Brad Holmes to my coaching staff to my players to the entire organization A lot of high hopes, a lot of big expectations, much of which is warranted. It's all good news, but the Lions have done neither jack nor squat yet. They're in the conversation with teams like the Eagles and the Niners and the Seahawks and a bunch of other squads that get to the playoffs on a real regular basis. And occasionally, stay with me here, actually win a playoff game. There are teams out there that do that on a regular basis. The Lions want to be one of them. They're not yet. They have to stay focused on the work that remains to be done. And a lot of that, quite frankly, still involves building. The roster's not completely there yet. They should compete. They should compete at a high level. They should be a contender. But there are still places this roster can improve. Brad Holmes needs to keep focused on that. If I'm running this team, I'm making sure that every single person in the building, from the parking lot to the cafeteria to the sideline, knows exactly that. That they haven't done anything yet and there's still a lot of work to do. Keep your eyes on the mission. The second thing I would do if I were Brad Holmes in the offseason is actually something I wouldn't do, and that's sign Jared Goff to an extension this offseason. My man has two years left on his deal. I want to see him ball out like he did last year. I want to see those same numbers. He's got Ben Johnson. He's got a ton of new weapons. He's got an entire new backfield. After... Six weeks or so, he should have a very speedy wide receiver. He's going to have Mitchell. He's going to have Laporta. He's going to have one of the best offensive lines in the league. There are no excuses to come out flat. There is no reason for Jared Goff not to ball out. I don't want to sign that extension in this offseason. I want to wait. I want to see two solid years of production in this offense. And then I want to make a decision. Because... The other thing in the room that wasn't there last year is Hendon Hooker. He's not going to be functional until much later in the year. You're not going to have a chance to even know what you've gotten him in terms of practice time until late in the fall, if at all, as that leg heals. But that's a wild card that you kind of have to have an idea about before you make any long-term plans at quarterback. Now, before Anybody sends me any hate mail on behalf of Jared Goff, this is not an indictment of the quarterback, but there's no reason to sign a guy to an extension before the last year of his deal. There's no reason to sign a guy to an extension when he's yet to put together back-to-back seasons like he did last year, and there's no reason to sign a guy to an extension when the guy that you just drafted in the third round might be a better alternative and somebody who changes the scope and the face and the style of this entire offense. The other thing is, if Jared Goff does play and does ball out and does put up the kind of numbers that he did last year, then any money he gains in negotiation, any money he gains in another season of playing good football is going to be worth it. Top quarterbacks get paid. It's just a fact of life. Make him be a top quarterback two years in a row. Don't put the cart in front of the horse. Don't sign Jared Goff to an early extension. The next thing on this list is something Brad Holmes and probably Dan Campbell do need to do, and that's sit down and have a talk with Aaron Glenn. To this point... Dan Campbell has had A.G.'s back throughout, maintaining that he's one of the most important coaches on this roster and that he wants him here as long as he'll be here, with the assumption that sooner or later, he's going to have a successful season, the likes of which is going to get him a head coaching spot. That hasn't happened yet, and there's a reason for that. The defense has been bad. Now, the first year, the roster was hot garbage. Nobody could have fixed that, and they went into the season knowing that it was going to be a mess. The second year, Guys played that were much younger, a lot less experience, a lot of rookies on the field, and they took their lumps. But they had to rethink their entire defense. Aubrey Pleasant had to be fired. The secondary had to be reformatted. They had to rethink the entire defensive scheme in an effort to get guys that could actually play football in positions to make football plays. The defense improved vastly down the stretch. We all know that. As they finished the season strong and they got better. But this season can't have that early lull. And don't look now. They've gotten this guy, the players, Hutch, Aleem, Pascal, Kirby, Branch, Iffy, Levi. You can go on down the list of all of the draft picks that will now be playing in that defense and a hand-selected who's who of free agents in the secondary that are all Aaron Glenn's guys. The defense has to perform. Now, there's still a rock-solid chance it's going to lag behind the offense, but just because the offense can score 40 points a game doesn't mean they should have to to win games. They've got to have Aaron Glenn on point. His defense has got to be ready to go. They can't trip on their shoelaces coming out of the tunnel in September if they're going to achieve any of their goals in December. Aaron Glenn and this defense have to perform. They've got the bodies They've got two first-round draft picks in the last two years on that defense, and he has got to put together a squad that can keep up with the NFL. We can't see another game like the one in Carolina. You can't have a meltdown in the first half of the season like they did last year. Aaron Glenn's got to be ready to go. Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have got to get him there. The fourth thing I'd do on this list if I were Brad Holmes, and he probably can't do this, but man, it'd be neat if he could— I would take Jamison Williams' phone. I would keep him off social media. I would keep him off all media. I would make him disappear to the extent that you can. The less we hear from Jamison Williams in the next couple of months, the better. If we see him in training camp and you see him in OTAs, great. But we've already seen on social media people taking shots at him when video footage of him working out is on the Lions' website. I would minimize Jamison Williams profile as much as humanly possible and then make sure that he's focused and ready to go in training camp. And then if I were Dan Campbell, quite frankly, I would play him all of the preseason games, I would get him a ton of snaps. He's going to have a six-week break. He still needs reps in this offense. He still needs to learn these pass routes. He still needs to build chemistry with Jared Goff, and he's not going to have any time in the first month and a half to get that done. In the meantime, the less negative press on that kid, the better for his sake as much as anyone else's. To hell with what the random fans and the haters on the internet think, this kid is gonna hear a lot of noise about the kind of man that he is every single time he pokes his head out of the out of the ground and shows up on social media or posts a picture on Instagram or likes or retweets or has something to say about something. If I'm Brad Holmes, I take his phone. The last thing I would do in my offseason if I were Brad Holmes, as I play armchair GM. Still, still without an armchair, I would get quiet. Last year, it was hard knocks. Admittedly, a ton of fun. I had a blast watching it. I've actually rewatched the entire season twice. It was a great way to introduce this team, this franchise, and all the cultural changes that they've made, not just to the fans, but to the league speaking to the players themselves, representing themselves to the agents. But that's not this year. There's some downside to the hard knocks phenomenon. Malcolm Rodriguez was a fan favorite before the very first game. He took his lumps like rookies do and ended up being the bearer of unfair expectations. Not because he wasn't going to go out there and play as hard as he could, but because he was in a linebacker room that had a lot of nothing in it, if we're being honest, so much so that they did the impossible and spent a first-round pick on an off-ball linebacker, which never, ever happens. You also had Jamal Williams and the Jamal Williams experience. Loved it. Loved that dude. Became a fan favorite immediately. But then when he had to be replaced, there was drama where that was involved. Most of it probably belongs in the lap of Jamal Williams' agent, but that's another story entirely. I would take advantage of this time to focus, to shut down as much chatter as possible. You're past the draft. You're past free agency. You're past most of the media hype. Except for that big schedule release everybody likes so much. That's for the social media team, not for Brad Holmes. I would get as quiet as possible. No snappy catchphrases. No new sweatshirts. None of that. Shut it down, go into a silo, focus on the task at hand, and try as best you can in the NFL these days, to shut out all the noise. Dan Campbell was recently on with Chris Long. He mentioned that the hard knocks thing wasn't his favorite, wouldn't have been his first choice, but at the end of the day, he did what he did, and they got through it. Now you can go about just being a dominant football team. Take that next step in the shadows. Let somebody else looking right at you, Jets, be the focus of all of the offseason chatter, all of the myth, all of the folklore. The Lions don't need it. Oh, and uh, leave Pat McAfee on red forever. I'm just saying, screw that guy. You don't need to waste your time on him uh, ever, ever again. He can go about being the president of the Aaron Rodgers fan club without any help from anybody in Allen Park. All right. That's it. That's my time, man. I got to get out of here. Thanks for taking the time. Subscribe to the channel. Rate, review, comment on the video in all the spaces below. And I'll see you next time. You've had enough of that shit.